Cues. Real kids, real questions. Hi everyone, thanks for joining us on Kids Cues. I'm Kate. And I'm Dylan. And today we're sending out an SOS. Save Save our species. There are literally thousands of species threatened with extinction. It feels like we're actually sending out an SOS. So many animals need our help. Yes, and one of the animals I'm really worried about, and I'm sure a lot of you are concerned about as well, is the koalas. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and which we know are in a pretty big crisis at the moment, especially after being caught in those devastating bushfires. Just care for his claws. Can you get water out of my car? (coughs) Do you want to put him in the blanket and bring him out of the the hot stuff? To imagine Australia without koalas... Well, it's unimaginable. And they'd have to throw out all the postcards and souvenirs of koalas too. That would just be devastating. Yeah, it really would. So we definitely need to take action if our threatened species are going to be saved from extinction. Exactly. And this is something the World Wildlife Fund for Nature, now known as WWF, have been working on for many, many years. It's actually one of the largest independent conservation organisations in the world. And in today's podcast, Year 6 students from Les Murdy Primary School have some really great questions to ask our expert. WWF conservation scientist, Dr Stuart Blanche. We're so excited you can join us on Kids Cues. Uh, well, thank you, Kate and Dylan. I'm very, very happy to be here. Well, Dr Stuart, we really appreciate your time because this is something so many kids care about. And we know you're really focused on koalas at WWF. Mm-hmm. How bad is their current situation? Well, in Queensland and New South Wales on the east coast of Australia, koalas are heading towards extinction in most of the forests where they live in the wild by as early as 2050. And the recent terrible bushfires and droughts is making that happen even more quickly. In Victoria and South Australia, Um, koala numbers are increasing for different reasons. So it depends on where you go in Australia, on the East Coast, how koalas are faring. So things aren't going too well in New South Wales. And to think that 2050, when koalas could disappear, is only 30 years away. This leads us to our first school question from Cooper. How can we save koalas from extinction, especially as so many of them were affected by the recent bushfires? It's a great question, Cooper. Thank you. Uh, There are three things we need to do. When there are fires happening, we need to support people who go out and rescue koalas uh, from forests before they're burnt or um, after they're burnt. uh, You've got to do it safely, but we have to help the carers look after the animals because every single koala is precious. Secondly, we've got to let koalas have their homes. And koalas live up trees, mainly gum trees or eucalypts, and we're still bulldozing and chopping down way too many trees every year in in the East Coast. And thirdly, we've got to give them a safe climate. And so uh, us in Australia and people right around the world, we've got to stop dangerous climate change and create good weather for koalas. Otherwise, we'll get more big, terrible, hot bushfires and long droughts, and they kill koalas themselves. Yeah, and of course, these droughts and bushfires have done a lot of damage to their species. So how many animals would you say are at risk of being extinct? Across Australia, uh, there's about a 1,000 
plants and animals that are at risk of becoming extinct. They're what's called threatened species. Some are much, much more threatened than others, but we have an ever-growing number of species in Australia that are heading towards extinction or are already becoming extinct in large areas where they used to live. And that really worries me because these plants and animals are precious Australian things that we should look after. Yeah, well, that's really scary to think about. And Mm. our next question from Wesley would like to know, how can you actually measure if there's a threat of being extinct? How do we know when a species is endangered or close to extinction? Well, it's important that scientists and ordinary people, particularly kids and people on the land like farmers or Aboriginal communities or scouts or lots of different groups, we start observing animals and plants to see if their numbers are staying stable or there are fewer and fewer of them. So we have to be observing. So when you're out in the bush or down the local river or at the beach, keep an eye out for animals and plants to see if there are as many as there used to be. And you have to monitor them over time to see if their numbers are increasing or decreasing. And if they keep decreasing, maybe they are at risk, if that keeps happening, that they will become extinct. Ah, okay. So this leads us to our next question from Matthew. What is the biggest threat to Australian animal species? In fact, there are three, depending on what sort of animals. For many animals like birds or frogs or little mammals, it's often feral predators like foxes and cats that eat them. So we need to make sure we keep our cats inside and control the number of foxes. For for other animals that do not get eaten by foxes or cats, for example, koalas, um, bulldozing forests is probably the biggest threat. It's what scientists call habitat fragmentation. So if we keep chopping or bulldozing down trees, animals run out of places to live because many animals live up in the trees. And the third biggest threat to wildlife in Australia is climate change because uh, it's getting hotter and drier and a lot of animals don't like that. They find it hard to live if it doesn't rain enough or if it gets too many fires. I feel a bit guilty because the humans do all the bulldozing. So it's a bit worrying to think about that we are part of some species going extinct. Well, that's the most important thing to realise. It's we're all involved in this. We can't just point the finger at others and say they're the problem. We're all the problem. And so, it, but it also means we can be part of a solution. So we can tell people, you know, you shouldn't chop down that, down that tree. Or if you go to the supermarket with your parents and there's um, some sort of groceries you can buy and on the carton it says these are grown sustainably or no trees were chopped down uh, in making this food or no dolphins were killed in making this um, tuna, buy that product because it rewards the farmers and uh, people who give us our food to pay a bit more extra attention, maybe spend a bit more money looking after nature. Yeah, we've got to treat plants and animals like humans. Yeah, it's got to be a full community effort. If we don't have trees, there's no oxygen to breathe because the trees give us the oxygen. And in Perth and Western Australia, it doesn't rain as much as when your parents were little because there's less clouds and less rainfall. So 
part of that is because so much of the native forests in woodland in Western Australia has been cleared. So we need nature and nature gives us great things, but often we don't realise that and we don't value that. Now, Cooper has an interesting question about a different type of animal. How are people saving the Great Barrier Reef from dying? There are many things we're doing. Um, on the local scale, we can stop fishing too much in some areas where if there's too much fishing, it takes too much fish out of the Great Barrier Reef, and the Great Barrier Reef need fish. That's one thing. Secondly, we can reduce plastic pollution, washing off out of our homes, from our streets, from our parks, from our shopping centres, into the storm water drains and then down to the rivers and then out to sea. Thirdly, uh, we can stop chopping down so many trees along the edge of rivers and creeks and wetlands that flow into the estuaries and out into the sea around the Great Bay Reef. By holding onto the trees, it reduces how much soil and pollution is washed off the land and off farms into the water and out to the sea. Lastly, we need to create a safe climate for the Great Bay Reef because if climate change keeps worsening, the world's temperatures keep increasing. If we get to what's called 1.5 degrees Celsius of global warming, nearly all of the reefs in the Great Bay Reef they will keep getting bleached and dying and becoming more acid. So there's lots of things we can do for how to look after our own rubbish to trying to help the world move to using renewable energy to power our homes and our schools, and that's also going to save the Great Bay Reef. So there's something all of us can do. Yeah, and I would love to snorkel in the Great Barrier Reef one day. And something else that I'm finding quite interesting is climate change is now popping up in a lot of these answers. So, you know, that's also getting a bit worrying for kids as well. It is. It's it's not your fault. It's my generation and generations before mine in Australia and around the world over the last 200 years who have caused the problem. We all need to work very hard to create a safe climate. So. It really is a very pressing concern. But you know what? We get the sunlight for free. We get the wind for free. And so all we have to do is use our smart brains, including all the smart kids who are listening to this podcast, to think about in the years and decades ahead, how can we use the sun and the wind and the waves, energy, to power our homes and our factories and our schools in the future? If we do that, in Australia and all around the world, we won't need fossil fuels. Yeah, well, it's great to note that we're not done for yet. There's still some hope. There is always hope. We must never give up hope. There's so many smart people trying to save koalas, stop climate change and uh, save the Great Barrier Reef. And I hope everyone listening to this wants to be part of that. That'd be great. Yeah, hopefully one of those big brain kids one day step in and do a bit of research and maybe have a cure for something like climate change. And Sienna would like to know how we can help to contributing or recovering animal species. As kids, what is the most important thing we can do to save our endangered native species? I think the easiest thing you can do, if you have a cat, do not let your cat outside at night because cats 
around Australia kill millions of animals every night. Frogs, birds, insects, small native mammals. That's the best thing you can do. So if anyone has a cat, keep them inside at night and make sure they've got a bell on them and don't let them into the bushland where they can uh, kill native animals. Before we let you go, I just have one last question about the koalas. Are you hopeful for their survival? What gives me hope is when people see a koala in the wild, it really takes your breath away. They are so amazing. And I hope more people get to see koalas. And if they do that, I'm full of hope that people will say, we're not going to let koalas go extinct in our lifetime. Well, I'm sure that everyone listening to this podcast now will be more aware of these endangered species and especially koalas. Dr. Stuart Blanche, thank you so much for joining us on Kids Cues. It's been so interesting and it seems like humans have a bit of improvement to do. We do. Thank you so much, Dylan and Kate. And uh, I hope all the kids listening will do something today and tomorrow and the next week and on after to look after our wildlife. Thanks. And thanks to all the Year Sixers at Les Murdy Primary School. We hope you can join us again next week for Kids Cues. It's going to be a fun one. We're talking robots. Who doesn't love robots? Probably people who don't like robots. (laughs) (laughs) What will robots look like in the future? Will they take over the jobs of people? But more importantly, do you think they'll take over the world? (laughs) I really hope not. We hope you can join us then. And if you enjoy Kids Cues, be sure to hit the download button and subscribe. We'd love to hear your feedback, so send us an email to kids at thewest.com.au. Well, that's it from us. Until then, bye for now. Kids Cues, brought to you by the West Australian's Ed Magazine and 7West Media Education.